0: This is a Rooster Teeth production.
1: Rumors of buried treasure are a tale as old as time. One such tale swirls around the island off the coast of Canada, where the legendary pirate Captain Kidd is said to have hidden one of his many caches of treasure. Today we look into the story of the Oak Island mystery. This is Red Web. Welcome back, Task Force. It's Monday, so you know what that means. We're back with Red Web and another mystery. I'm Trevor Collins. With me, with his gut instincts on point as always, Alfredo Diaz. You know what? Here's my gut check on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This pyro is as a kid. Oh. Man. <laughs> Oh man, I saw the posture change and everything. This minute.
2: he sat upright, his chair scooting as far Hands as it crossed? could. And he said, yeah. "I think this pirate's
1: a child." Yeah, he's a child. <laughs> what? What? You born into the pirate life? Born into the pirate life. And just yeah. before we started the episode, Nick, go ahead and slide in that little number. Do you know much about the Money
2: Money Money thing? Uh, no, but I know an alarming amount about Moneyball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn it! Can we capture that? <laughs> All right.
1: There you go. <laughs> talking about Moneyball and <laughs> Nick. Go ahead and delete that from the episode. <laughs> Nick, strike it from the record. Retake it back out. Thank you very much. And then go ahead and add it back in. Thank you. All right. There we go. Well, today we're talking about the infamous Money Pit up at Oak Island. Do you know much about Oak Island or or have you heard about, like, for example, the History Channel show around it? No, no
2: idea. I've heard of Oakland near San Francisco. Mm, Yeah. That's a dangerous place. That's a whole different curse. curse. (laughs) That is a whole different hood in all itself. Um, I'm excited for this Mm -hmm. because one of my favorite episodes was based around uh what was, there was forest the forest Fen and then there's forest the Fenn. secret yeah we've yeah. done a couple so, treasury ones the treasure ones have been like my favorite episodes yeah just because like it's something you see in you know dramatized up in, in right. hollywood and whatnot and to know oh, it's yeah. like real life stuff happening it's pretty cool so there's treasure hidden somewhere well maybe we're gonna dive maybe. all the way into the money
1: pit here and talk about and it it's a child's treasure yeah it could be a baby treasure
2: it could be like a like a Ruby Pacifier or something.
1: Ooh, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, see, now we're going baby and not kid. Right, right. This was the kid. Why was he called the kid?
1: Captain Kid with two Ds. Um, With two Ds. Right. Bro, people had rapper names back in the day. Like, yeah. What year was this? This would have been in the 1700s. Damn. 18th century? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing it big back then, huh? Oh, yeah. Captain Kid. Well, doing it as big as they could. I you know, yeah, I don't know that's, that's how big they got in the eighteenth century yeah. hoop and stick and everything like no, that. Not know? much.
2: <laughs> just rap to your fellow shipmates. That's it.
1: Right, right. Give me a shanty. Give me let, let's lay something down. Nick, throw me a beat. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Captain Captain Kid, don't be messing with squids. And that no, I'm just gonna stop right there. <laughs> 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 All right. Bro. Treasure somewhere yeah, up in yeah, Canada. Yeah. So this one's really interesting because I think, you know, this is pretty colloquially, colloquially known. Colonially. Like it's, it's colonially. Thank you. Yeah, uh, it's welcome. the 14th colony and it's pretty well known, uh, this, this particular one. And I'm really interested to dig in here because it's one of those ones that um, because of the History Channel show, it stems from deep into the history all the way up to like now. It's still actively being pursued this money pit so
2: actively being pursued in the History Channel had like a series on it or something. Yeah, and I,
1: they might still. I don't really know, Christian, if it's still running. Um, but I definitely watched uh, the the early seasons of it. But oh, there's seasons. Oh yeah, they keep going at it.
2: I mean, Those that's seasons the thing. The people hunting for one specific treasure. How do you put that into? How does that a show? It's well, still
0: going. The Curse of Oak Island, nine seasons and counting.
2: What the.
1: Uh, how do you, you at nine seasons i gotta be you honest you better find the guy. i gotta be honest i fell I hard off the show I, I don't want to disparage those folks over there but i watched one or two seasons solid material now you know what let me just distill it all here in one Dude, nice nine podcast. seasons i mean at that point you have people leaving and
2: going right in terms of being part of the Cast babies have born crew. and gone to school since it started. Yeah. You know,
1: like Now they're walking, talking, having opinions and stuff. Oh, man. I can't just... I can't now they're imagine, actual kids. I can't imagine the ending to that. Right. And what was we, at the bottom? A ruby pacifier, and that's it. Or just... Right. We didn't find anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> the bones of everyone who tried, and that's it. Uh, but yeah, let, let's walk through it. So we're going to go through the legend of it, because again, this does go way back okay. into the history of, well, our planet, our, our human beings. And then we're going to talk about... Kind of what the, the treasure might be, mm. the the modern searches for it. There's a curse associated with this money pit. Of course there is. A lot of things going on with this island that all are right. still being discovered to this day. So we're going to really pull back, peel back the layers of this island, talk mm-hmm. about all of it, and then go into the theories, as what, always. What is there to dis- I'm excited
2: to see what the heck is being discovered to this day.
1: Right. You'd think it's as simple as X marks the spot. Start digging, baby. No. We know where the spot is. Is it
2: some like elaborate picture or some elaborate book tale like previous treasures?
1: All good questions. Interesting. We'll get to it. To be decided today on Red Web.
2: Trevor, let's go ahead and get to it.
1: Let's go ahead and roll that first lifeline. Question is for $100. I would like to use all my lifelines. (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone ever done that? Just boom out the field. Okay. Let's dive into it. So uh, Oak Island covers about 140 acres of land off the shore of Nova Scotia up in Canada just to give you a bit of an idea of where it's at. Now, this mystery began with the story of a dying member of Captain Kidd's crew who supposedly left behind treasure somewhere in the realm of 2 million pounds, English pounds, uh, on Oak Island in the late 18th century. Stories also say that it was the famous pirate Captain Kidd himself who left his own treasure there, so that's where things start to get a little conflated but that you're, you're going to get very used to that throughout this entire uh, mystery.
2: This person also said this. Right.
1: I will just say now, it's worth noting that many of the stories, especially the early stories of Oak Island, rely purely on word of mouth, history, and storytelling. Got it. Right. So by storytelling, and you know, people tend to elaborate mm. and maybe fill in the gaps that they don't know, and that then gets taken as fact and gets passed down. Two
2: million pounds. How much USD is that? Christian in
1: modern oh that would be a
2: yeah good amount let's just go ahead and convert that to something I understand two
0: million pounds to US dollars two million seven hundred four thousand four hundred wait what was it two million seven hundred four thousand four hundred
1: it only went up seven hundred four and four thousand yeah converting so is it two million pounds in modern-day money oh we're not accounting for inflation right Uh, or it w- it, let's back convert what was the gold rate in the late 1700s assume it's all gold flip it, accommodate for all the growth and value over yeah. time backwards it into coins what is the coin an ounce and then turn that into modern money then bring that over coin, to USD. Digitalize it and convert it to bitcoin and then you can't funge it it's, it's two million pounds. Can we just... Okay. okay. It's two point <laughs> okay, seven million dollars. So, so in today's so, money, yes. it's... Okay. So good whether or million, not... There's
2: good clarity to make. Captain <laughs> Kid decided to add whatever. Here's, oh, here's
1: $200. Um, um, Who cares if he added more or he didn't add more? That's right. a lot of damn money regardless. A lot of money. So like, that's uh, there's a lot of motive. For. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of motive here. And beyond that, I mean, that's just raw treasure like amounts i mean there's if you actually were to find something down there it's the history beyond the the sheer value look
2: i'm sure there's some historian
1: somewhere Mm -hmm. sitting next to a plethora of books
2: usually backed by uh, a museum of some sort right right of natural histories and has the funding to bump that up to three mil Three and a half million. Just mil. push it, you know?
1: Just sign off on it. Exactly. What is The the, the taxpayer doesn't need to see we this. We need to get this treasure. Exactly. And I have a plan for us later on, and we're going to talk about that in the curse section. Oh, I, I think that's that. where my I plan forgot. will come I to great fruition. I forgot about the curse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it is worth mentioning, the reason why people think Captain Kidd is involved is because he was known to have buried treasure in this area of the Americas. For example, it is said that he... Uh, hid treasure, buried treasure, in Gardner's Island in New York. And there are also other claims that on an island, quote, east of Boston, there is other Captain Kidd treasure hidden somewhere on that island. So it's not out of the realm of reason. Um, Albeit, I don't know if pirates burying treasure is kind of just folklore or if that's factual as a whole, to be honest. Yeah, because
2: I was just about to ask, is that like a movie theme? Because as we're sitting here, and this is a very serious podcast, okay, about ju- movies we about don't, mysteries we don't joke around here please like why
1: like why do you why, why would you bury treasure you gotta hide it from the law i mean you know? i'm assuming you hide it from the law king or, george like, the third coming after that tax money you know i mean
2: people might try and like mutiny against you and whatnot but like that just seems really inconvenient as opposed to leaving it in a safe or under the bed at home right or something. And here's the bigger well, maybe question. Because they travel all the time because they're pirates and they live on the sea. But
1: like, it's just it's a far way to go. It's like, could you lose it? Probably. And yeah. then your, your co-workers are all a bunch of thieves. You know, yeah. I don't want to disparage a pirate out there, but, mm-hmm. you know, they're swinging that scurvy around and you're not not—you're out there on the high seas. You need a, a crew to get to the destination. It so it's not going to be seem... secret. And then if you get mutinized, they're going to leave you on an island. We're going to strap turtles together with doesn't your back like hair. And then, and then they'll go get your treasure yeah anyway uh pirates aside it's it's there there's money there for sure now this is where the idea of the money pit comes in Mm -hmm. because there is a spot on the island that looks a bit like an indent that was discovered very long ago by daniel mcginnis sometimes referred to as mcinnis and uh friends of his as well john smith and anthony vaughn way back in 1795 they discovered this spot so there was like an indent a depression in the dirt as they were walking this island and around this impression, they noticed that there were markings on the tree, almost as if there was some sort of rope and tackle system used that scraped up the tree. Mm-hmm. So not markings like carvature, but- Right, like but you use. had
2: like rope, like kind of sawing at it a bit. Right, All and right.
1: so they were like, okay, well this is interesting, let's dig into this. Uh, it's also worth mentioning that McGinnis, in some of these stories, was actually a teenager at the time. So picture another kid digging up the treasure of another kid. Dude one thousand
2: percent i would have dug that up yeah as a kid oh yeah yeah. easy you're just out on this abandoned island
1: buried treasure oh snap yeah money so they start digging and you know they well especially because apparently they had remembered the story of captain kidd and his treasure so famous mm -hmm, so they start digging and at about 10 feet deep they discover a platform of oak logs so you're they're building this shaft down they find this platform 10 feet down and they said, okay, well, maybe this is just a barrier between us and the treasure, just some sort of, like, protection. They continued to dig down. At 20 feet, they found the same thing. Holy At 30 God. feet, they found the what? same thing. That's yeah. so
2: far down. We bury bodies, like, six feet under. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also quite dangerous. At the same time, I mean, that's it. Call mom or dad. Let them know I'm locked in. There's no way in hell I'm leaving this. Right. Like, like we're committed to this. This is going to happen, and... Throw me I'd down a be, lunchable af- and a
1: Capri Sun. I'm staying down dude, here tonight. I'd be
2: afraid that some dude would be wandering the beach and be like, what you guys got going on here? Mm-hmm. And then, like, sits there and just watches the whole time, and then as soon as all the gold and treasure comes up, it's like, goes, we found it! Right, we! Yeah. We found oh it! Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm annoyed at this
1: hypothetical <laughs> <laughs> situation. Well, uh, so far there hasn't been a finding of the treasure right so we eh, we don't have to worry about that just yet but you know as you can imagine uh the hole is suddenly very deep and very narrow and it becomes very difficult to continue digging so they discontinued but to them it seemed like something important was buried here treasure or otherwise very intentional 10 foot gaps to have these like oak things right these oak platforms So at this point, you're right. they phoned mom and dad, got a little bit of money, came back in 1802 several years later with a group called the Onslow Company. Uh, So McGinnis and this Onslow Company attempted to excavate the money pit. So now they're officially digging in there. Uh, It's worth mentioning that Vaughn's cousin was the one that kind of created this company. So they're kind of keeping it within their immediate friends group. Words not getting out too far.
2: Well, that lined up pretty nicely for them. Also, I would have tried and chopped that tree down or something. I, I wouldn't want the markings to give away.
1: Oh, well, I mean, you got a big old hole now and word of mouth is going to start spreading. Two, two years later, like several years, like it was like seven.
2: Holy. How was that still there?
1: That's true. I yeah. Uh, tight lips. No tight lips way. So they, they start excavating in this hole once again they notice at about every 10 feet they discovered the same log platforms as well as charcoal some putty and some coconut fibers i'm not sure if they were trying to keep something watertight or if they were trying to keep it you know i don't know exactly what they were after yeah, i wonder
2: if there's like a scientific reason as to why that's yeah
1: putty and yeah, yeah, yeah coconut yeah. And, charcoal. and charcoal so i don't know if there's you know the remnants of a fire if there was remnants of I, it, there's a lot of ways you can go with that but okay Eventually they dug down so remember before they stopped at about thirty feet. This time they made it to ninety feet. Holy Once again, shit. every ten feet still. Yeah,
2: that's why they need someone like special.
1: hmm So they have this special equipment as best as they can in eighteen oh two. But at ninety feet deep, supposedly, they discovered a stone tablet covered in strange symbols. The symbols included various shapes, punctuation, mathematical symbols, things of that nature. I'll show you an image here in a second. No fucking way. Yeah now this stone tablet wasn't deciphered until much later in 19 what's christian doing no nothing okay what he was giving you some eyes i wasn't oh yeah i'm typing i'm taking notes now this stone tablet wasn't deciphered until much later in 1949 Mm -hmm. by reverend a.t kempton and supposedly it read quote 40 feet below 2 million pounds are buried (gasps) we have our date late 1700s 2 million pounds the stone tablet's been buried Account for inflation. We're working with a billion dollars. We're going. We're going. That's, f-ing crazy. But yeah, what? What? Fredo's what's freaking happened? me out. I don't know what's happening. Okay, around. so uh, okay, okay. Sorry.
2: I'll be honest. We're like 60, Wait. We're like sixty plus episodes in. Uh huh. And I don't quite know if we still swear on this show, but I I, I said. Oh, so everybody. I said. said sh- and then she goes, Dude. <laughs> Dude. I said. I said sh- and I heard, click, 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 click. and I just, like, I just looked. I just looked at like at the side of the microphone. Went, hold on. and then actually, something I said I just going. I went, F-. and then I just see him <laughs> look at the timer and I went, oh my god, <laughs> I have too much, pa- dude. I, that's I why I just kept cursing. I don't. Yeah, then yeah. I just hear. I just hear him look at the timer and then. <laughs> I went, I never. Oh no! That. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the power is making you way, way too happy. As I'm looking at Trevor, and as the story's progressing, I just give out a curse word, and then I would just like took my head and glance over. it, tip See him go. Time code.
1: Mark that real quick. Oh, that's amazing. I guess but, we don't ever like try to avoid it but I guess we don't try to steer into it like no, our other not parties, at all. you know what I mean which is why it was crazy <laughs> when I
2: because I said a bad word Yeah, and yeah. I just saw him look at the time code and then start typing and I went hold on hold on, hold on. <laughs> I get I get we're getting we're, we've dug real low here, but hold on. Um, to right. okay, that explicit that's
1: awesome. Tag. That's all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, a... I want to dodge that explicit tag because I don't know what what yeah. firewall that's setting yeah, us no, up between no. us and the task yeah. force. I don't no. all these algorithms blocking it. us off. I just, I just love that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so so there's a tablet, and so it's there's a tablet. Said that there's wait Here's all the that for
1: a tablet. All that for a tablet, but it says on the tablet supposedly forty feet below lie two million dollars. Right. Oh, you could keep going. So that applies that at 13, uh, 130 feet. Yeah. Bingo, bango. That's what it's saying. This,
2: this looks like late nineties. Now somebody threw some wingdings on a
1: on a PNG right there on yeah. a JPEG. <laughs> yeah. But that's supposedly what the, the the tablet looked like. What is it? How do you even? It's okay. So I'm seeing.
2: An upside down triangle, right. upside down triangle with two slashes going towards. Right. There's an O with a slash left. Shout out to under bottom right uh, division sign uh, circle slash. But from uh, towards the left, Another triangle this man's right going to recrack triangle. the code. <laughs> I'm s- but
1: I mean, yeah, what is this even with the bi- are pirates doing this? What is I don't know. But yeah, I mean, like it, it took 100, almost 150 years from finding to translation. Oh, dude, so task force, if you want to get your brain cells on this, crazy. as always, we got the YouTube channel, we got Twitter Wait. page, Red Web Pod. Um, all our images go there. There's
2: always a cipher.
1: Maybe it's 40 feet down where the treasure is. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you got to oh, keep digging it. on. I should listen to more of this and story. It, and then it's like Jumanji, the, the board game, where you just slide one of those red things over the... Oh, my God. When does the,
2: the curse part come in? It's oh, something happen?
1: We're close. We're close. Oh, we're right around okay. the corner. This is,
2: honestly, this is pretty cool. It's going to keep... Imagine. It, it only gets imagine. more twisted. But I feel like it gets so messy in terms of like divvying up. If you actually found it, right. you know what I mean, like divvying up the goods. Yeah. Like who owns what? Right. Is it's it like private property? Found but it, does Canada but know, get it or but like? Yeah. Does Canada get it or someone's great 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 granddaughter? The dig company
1: are gonna want to take a slice.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: So to recap, I mean, we got a little sidetracked with with Reverend's uh, kind of deciphering this this tablet, but ninety feet down. They got a company seven years later they started digging more more log platforms 90 feet down they find this tablet it says hey baby 40 more feet to go to the payday now after all this effort all this work the onslow company had to suspend their digging oh, when on. they woke up one day to find that the pit was accidentally flooded with 60 feet of water I thought you could say concrete. Oh, my How God. <laughs> oh, my God. No way. Pranked you. Water?
2: Just 60 feet of water. 60 feet of water. Dude, yep. get some kind of Dyson pump down
1: there. I, and- stick yourself a Dyson vacuum down <laughs> in there. It'll choke through it. Come on. If you can dig that deep, you got some kind of pump. Well, okay. So, they attempted to remove the water with a pump. There's uh-huh. your gut instinct. But it failed, and soon, and soon they Dude. ran out of money. Now- who cares? You go into a damn loan on this. It could be two million dollars on the line. Well, all right. But this is something worth noting. And this might also play into the curse, honestly, because this yeah, would because be stuff kept happening. Yeah, this would be the first of many similar stories. We're gonna dive into a few more, uh, but of treasure seekers cursed to burn through their own savings chasing other treasure. So it's almost like people are chasing this this pay dirt, right? But they end up just blowing through Wait, what money they actually have. It's not the same spot, is it? It's kind of like a bank. What?
2: Is it? It's kind of like that. You
1: just keep putting your money in and hope that at some point you can get more back out. I, that's um, my understanding. Wait,
2: is it, it's not just people digging in the same spot, is it? It is the
1: same spot. It, there is no a shaft way. that goes down. Yes. They're all after. So this gets really hairy, right? I'm going to go into the True and Real Company here. It just keeps failing and spending yeah, money. Yeah, dude. dude. it's It gets let's complex.
2: Let's burn Rooster Teeth's funds to the ground.
1: We're going to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there and then you'll see. You're gonna be the seventh. Okay. That's all I'm just gonna say that now. So <laughs> I'm not wishing it upon you. I'm not asking for it. I'm just I'm it just predicting. Feels like
2: it was wished upon you. Well me.
1: In 1849, all right, is the next expedition we're going to cover. And this is about 40 plus years on now. So that's how much time has passed. There's another group called the Truro Company. They attempted to get the treasure and also stop the flooding because the flooding is now just kind of continuous, continuous. It is ever uh, present in this pit now. Wait, remind me where this is located so this is the off beach, it's right? it's in the middle of this island so it's
2: the island yeah, yeah
1: yeah I have an image of the island that will also Canada post, but it's a pretty healthy sized island it's off the coast of Nova Scotia um I believe it's in the Atlantic then um but it's a modest sized island and somewhere on the island is boom just I'm just trying a spot. to think
2: where this flooding is coming from. Is it coming from like a? Mm.
1: Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll okay. definitely get there. Okay. And I have I have some graphs that attempt to answer it because this was all discovered through this particular expedition, actually.
2: Interesting.
1: So the True Road Company, trying to learn from the past and also trying to account for this now ever-present flooding, first they drilled into the hole to find evidence of. Hey, let's just figure out: is there anything here to uncover in the first place? Is there any point? to digging, so they drill down the pit. And when they pulled it back up, they found a piece of gold chain that was on the drill. And so they're like, bingo, let's go. Let's let's approve this dig. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So faced with more flooding, they chose to go around the water intelligently. They created a parallel pit right (gasps) next to the original pit and then they were going to connect over to the treasure through a tunnel. So they're like, "Ha ha! Can't stop us now!" That's Skip the booby traps, crazy. cut through the wall. Crazy! Yeah, oh, booby traps. So, so I, I'll just cut to it. So these logs, these these platforms. Oh, are they setting things off? One of the ideas is that these, yeah, like the flooding was triggered, that there was inlaid. Traps, as it were, to kind of continue. Like, hey, if there, somebody mean, digs down here, just had a bunch of time on their hands. I like, guess. Holy hell, dude! There's some like, there's some deep engineering, yeah. kind of theories happening here. If it isn't natural, it is some intensive level of that's engineering on this island.
2: Amazing. Yeah.
1: But anyway, you know, that's their plan. Parallel pit connecting over. However, the money pit continued to flood, regardless of what they did. The True Road Company realized that they were dealing with salt water in the pit. That coincided with the tides as well. So not only, okay, boom, salt water that moves with the tides. There must be an inlet somewhere on this island, which led them to Smith's Cove about 490 feet east of the pit. I'm going to show you the graphic of that. I as wonder I if there's a way to it.
2: throw a camera down there and see where That's the current's coming from and yeah. then try and cement it off.
1: So it's interesting you say that. I would love for more cameras to go down there. I'm sure the water would be murky and hard to see through. But one thing that right. they did do um that i don't believe we cover in our notes but they threw dye not sure i don't think it was this expedition but some other expedition threw a bunch of dye into the money pit to see where it would come out i'm not sure if this was good for the environment or whatever but when seen from above they realized there were spots all around the island with this dye leaking out so it's what? Yeah, dude. Forget the treasure. I want to know if this was like,
2: oh, yes. this is built this way on purpose yes. or
1: not at this point. This like, is what kept my attention. Is, is all this other potential. Like, did they build these inlets, these underground aquifers to kind of keep this, this thing flooded? Have been pirates. It should have been engineers Ooh. or a bunch
2: of engineers defected to be pirates. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what the key is?
1: You send a kid down there. Exactly. Small, nimble, flexible. Mm hmm. And uh, expendable. Really, really just, just ride the more waves of them. down there. <laughs> 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 ride the waves. This man surfing in a three by three pit. <laughs> poof, <laughs> poof. <laughs> I'm just saying,
2: spoof, like you know what I mean, like going through those little water tunnels.
1: Oh, please don't make uh, children do your treasure digging for you. Anyway, that uh, PSA over. So. They're thinking, okay, there's an inlet at Smith's Cove. Let's go check it out. The cove appeared to be connected to the flooding because when the tide receded, the water was seen escaping from multiple spots from within the cove. So they're like, excellent. We figured it out. So now that they think that the cove is a part of this because of underwater aquifers or what have you, the Truro Company decided to create a temporary dam to block off Smith's Cove. And when they did that and they blocked the water, drained it out of there, they actually found... Coconut fibers. They found drains, and f- those five drains were laid in a triangle shape that all led to one siphon. Basically saying that it looked like there was yeah. some man made items to pump water from one place to another. Insane. And it almost seems like the coconut fibers might have been a way to filter out sediment so it wouldn't get blocked up. That's my take on that. Whoa, like laying okay. down coconut fibers Dude, so that way when the water comes was, in, you know. It just seems like it was engineered. It like, seems like it was deeply engineered. Very capable people. Yeah. So this was the the one outlet that they decided to go after was Smith's Cove. I'm kind of jumping the gun to say right. that the dye was coming out all around the island in a way that when they basically tried to block these paths up, yep. one would accommodate for it. And so they just, it's even with modern technology, it's just been very, very difficult, if not impossible, to block the water from getting into the pit. It's wild. Man, if I was, if I was like Elon Musk or something, you know what I mean? You turn your face from the skies down to Oak Island. Yeah, it's why not like, excavate this whole thing down to nothing, down to the saying. nub? Let's just blow this to, island up just to see. Yeah, like that would
2: be. I don't know. As someone with that much money, a fun project for the summer.
1: What would what would the treasure of a child look like? He was a kid after all.
2: I'm telling you, man, like a he's got a lunchbox full of raisins, rocket and- uh, rocking chair. Not rocket chair. I'm still in the Elon Musk era. This guy is like
1: first edition comic book, you know?
2: I mean, there's got to be some It's kind a of prank. Book. Also, he's a pirate. So it's like, probably not comics, probably like, I don't know, tales of dragons and mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I thought you were going to say tales. The uh, Poseidon. <laughs> like an ancient playboy or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's a child. <laughs> hey.
2: I don't know what kids get up to look, these days. That's Those why, days. That's why it took long. I did diverted away from that thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I would just assume. <laughs> uh, look, I, toy like toys, coins, necklaces, gold stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: Gold <laughs> like stuff. a kid's I <laughs> like
1: a child's toy chest. Maybe a couple buttons. You throw some buttons in there. You know. A whistle. Yeah. Probably like the extra buttons on your coat that you don't use. Maybe a slide whistle. (coughs) Something fun. Right, right. (laughs) Gotta (laughs) keep it light. This is my favorite toy. You're hiding treasure. I mean,
2: it it doesn't have to be all gold. I mean it's like as a kid, this treasure could be like, oh, hey, I really like this toy. The one that goes
1: boo. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. And, and when somebody finds this, when somebody finds my treasure because I'm a kid. Or when I find it again, they're going like, to celebrate. There go, you are. Yeah. Like, oh, I remember this.
2: Imagine. Yeah. That thing must have so many germs on it. It's a curse. That's that's the curse. <laughs> that's how you relieve the curse.
1: <laughs> you blow that whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap your lips around that thing. Okay. Now, let's come to the end of this expedition because much like many of the other expeditions around this they ran into financial troubles finances were, were becoming low ultimately they could not block the water from entering the pit and so this just became literally a money pit people were just sinking money into trying to get to the bottom of this that's why and they couldn't it doesn't make the hole bigger i mean we they, they try to make a parallel pit some other people have tried to make it bigger but ultimately they just can't l- get through it I
2: wonder if you just make the hole real big and then you just send divers down
1: so that is i think happened oh. or has been attempted uh it's just very dangerous yeah with all of the different stop gaps every 10 feet i don't know i guess despite the failure of that last expedition it opened up the idea of there being tunnels leading to the pit and really just opened up people's eyes to say there's more here than just money shoved down a shaft you know
2: yeah i mean i could also see it just kind of being um like a like a fail safe right like if you're drilling past these wooden planks you get to the last wooden plank you think it's in a chest but really you drill that stuff up and all the gold just floods out mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah i mean who knows come on
2: man i'm sure nasa's got some kind of multi-arm claw drill thing
1: i mean just a seismic scan of, of the thing you know that, that's true just pump that down there and see what we're science working with science needs to back this up just a large magnet you or these an greedy, x-ray got all
2: these greedy companies
1: right now because of all these failed groups in the end You know, it it really inspired a lot of people to go searching for this treasure. In fact, one Franklin Delano Roosevelt supposedly went after this treasure. I was about to say, there it is, supposedly. Supposedly. I was about to say, Uh, searching, we know where it's at. Well, I mean. Well, it could be another tablet. Ultimately, you know, suffice to say, the the story was spreading through word of mouth, and it was like wildfire, especially uh, in, in this kind of time frame where it seemed like the next frontier were all of these mysterious treasure troves of pirates of recent memory. Now, the first written accounts of these legends actually was finally published in 1857, so that just shows how much time, 60 years almost exactly. This treasure's nuts. That it was just spoken about, not written about. What's so cool about
2: this is, for the most part, we know where it is, Mm -hmm. and it's like, here we go again. Tangible, in a sense, of like, bam, go down that hole. Mm-hmm. But we can't get it. Can't get it. What a
1: tease. Right. It's like playing basketball with LeBron. Yeah. You're just not going right? to get it. Like, you
2: could try and shoot a three. Right. right. Put up the J. But, come on, man.
1: Exactly. It's
2: LeBron. Right. He's the king. Okay? What are you doing on the court with LeBron? <laughs> right.
1: Don't offend him. Just do no, Just stop it. It's ridiculous. So... <laughs> Man, play for the Toon Squad. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know what? I'm happy someone said it. Christian, why didn't you pop in here? I'm just giving you guys the space you <laughs> need. <this case>. He's <laughs> giving the space that LeBron deserves and the true. respect.
2: Well, No, he's doing what you shouldn't do against LeBron, which is give him space. Oh, well, you know what? You yeah, know he's going to posterize other. Yeah. child. So. Well, <laughs> it's, it's his funeral.
1: So, cutting to the chase, really, like, it, it became so popular that a causeway was built out to Oak Island to connect it to the mainland, so that way a crane could be brought over, some real hefty modern equipment. Damn, dude, people are sinking money into this. And this was in 1965. This causeway still exists today. Um, And the island has also changed hands many times over. Treasure hunters abound, want to keep buying this island, search for it, fail, sell the island. People are buying the island? Yeah, I mean, they probably want the land rights, I would imagine. Holy hell. Yeah. Now we're I mean, look, I
2: knew you were sinking like money, but yeah. like if we're talking about buying the island and then to sink money into it, damn, dude. Yeah. Okay, so maybe you do have people with like an insane amount of cash right. or just uh, a lot of cash <laughs> flowing in this place. It.
1: But uh and that kind of brings us up to one of the modern-day owners, or group of owners, I should say, Rick and Marty Lagina of the Michigan Group, purchased 50% of Oak Island Tours, which owned most of the island back in 2006. They're the very same people who run the History Channel show, Curse of Oak Island, which is now on Season 9. And they continue to struggle to get to the bottom of the money pit as well. Even with tractors and modern tech, they're just digging away. Oak Island Tours? Like, what do you Hey, welcome to the island. There's the hole.
2: (laughs) What are you you touring? I mean, yeah.
1: Walk 30 feet. There's other gift shop. There are some other interesting kind of nuggets around the island. So I'm going to talk about the curse here for a second, and then we'll talk about the potential treasures that lie within and all the stories that eventually center on this island. So, Yeah. yeah, there might not be a lot to see, but being in the center of history, as if you take these stories at face value, It's kind of cool. So that's why the touring company exists, I suppose. But also someone's got to... I think there are people that live on the island, Christian. I'm not... I don't remember. I'm just remembering from the first couple seasons of the show. But otherwise, it's not super populated or anything. There are a few homes on the island that some
0: people own and live in seasonally, but there are also two permanent residents on the island.
1: All right. The curse. The moment you've been waiting for. So the curse is a very popular belief that many treasure hunters of Oak Island have. And they say that the curse is what is preventing the treasure from being uncovered. The curse of Oak Island is just to put it bluntly is the belief that seven people must die in the pursuit of this treasure before it can be uncovered. I'm not exactly sure the origin of that story. Say who made that it's up? It's not on a tablet that was uncovered, it's not in written story, it's purely word of mouth. But the reason I want to mention it is because to date Six people have died in search for this treasure. That's
2: why you said I'm seven. Damn you.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's always uh, N plus one, you know? S- seven person goes in there. A whole excavation goes, seven, it's been seven. They dive after it and then it goes eight, nine, ten you know, immediately. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the number racks it's up. Not a, it's not a, a cap.
2: Right. I mean, I got you.
1: Right. It is truly a dangerous pit. It, it's deceptively safe. It looks so simple, right? but even with modern tech, it is quite dangerous. Like you say, a diver, I think that was addressed in the show. And I was like, yeah, just stick a diver with a tank down there. But I mean, even cave diving is quite dangerous if done wrong. Um, So let's walk through some of those cases, though. In 1861, there was an engine pump that exploded when trying to drain the pit. And unfortunately, the person manning that, there was an unnamed searcher who was manning it. When it exploded, it injured them fatally. And then in 1897, you have Maynard Kaiser, who fell as he was being lifted out of one of the pits. And that fall is what ended up, you know, meeting his early end. And then there was another kind of cluster in 1965. While working on the pit, Robert Restle was overcome with hydrogen sulfide gas. Now, before I continue, I want to ask, was hydrogen sulfide naturally occurring? Was this potentially another one of these booby traps or was this the result of some of the equipment they were using because I, I guess i don't know what makes hydrogen sulfide gas naturally chris but as he looks that up what's interesting about this is he's overcome by the gas his son sadly enough attempted to save him but Ooh. in getting in there also succumbed to the fumes because this is a gas you can't really see right, right. it's almost like carbon monoxide in the yeah. sense that you got you just got to go save yourself first as dark as that sounds, so he, he has, his son tries to help him. He succumbs. Three more people, Carly Gracer, Cyril Hiltz, Andy DeMont, all tried to help and couldn't. And unfortunately, Edward White, another yet another person involved with this particular moment, was only able to rescue DeMont. And so of all those people all trying to save each other, right. only one was able to be pulled back out safely. And so in trying to save one person, they lost three other people, unfortunately. So we're up to five? So that's, that's the six. That's yeah. six. Okay. So to recap, you have the unnamed searcher who uh, passed away to the engine explosion. Mm-hmm. You have Maynard Kaiser who fell as he was being pulled. Yep. And then the hydrogen sulfide gas moment with Robert Restall, his son, Carly Gracer, and Cyril Hiltz.
2: Oh, so four people. So
1: four in that moment, plus the other two is six total. Now, it is believed that one more person has to die before the curse can be lifted, but it's also argued whether only six people have died or not. These are the people that we know about, but who knows? Maybe yeah, other people have passed I mean, away in
2: search for this. So many years at this point. So. Right. And also, who the hell said it was seven? I don't know. Where is this curse
1: statistic coming from? Maybe that's how far up Captain Kidd could count.
2: That's true.
1: He just kind of picked his favorite number. I'm sure Kids love the, numbers. I'm,
2: but I'm also sure the educational system on a boat would fail him.
1: Yeah. It's not good. No, it's not great.
2: So
0: hydrogen sulfide is a naturally occurring gas that sinks uh, low into like caves, mines, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's uh it's just like such a, a common occurrence that miners will usually have hydrogen sulfide monitors similar to oh, wow. kinda, similar kind of to carbon monoxide in yeah. a sense. So it's just thought it was a, a naturally occurring events at the pit just is, in excavating they might have yeah, released yeah, some just in the process of yeah. digging further in and trying to
1: that's spooky go deep it's like it's like the happening except the planet itself not the trees is fighting back dig too deep into my skin a couple of gas is going to come out like, ooh. my girlfriend knows that every ooh. time i have too much protein shake the gas has come out it's like a defense mechanism.
2: I've sent some of your gases before.
1: Yeah, you you yeah, have. Yeah. When uh, when we played a little bit of Five, you know, nights, five nights, Security of Breach. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, hit yeah. us up. YouTube.com like, slash let's play Boo Crew playing
2: some FNAF. We're like, you know what? Let's take the task force into the virtual world and solve some crimes. Yeah,
1: or or become the crime. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm still not convinced we're going to survive we're, we're that game. The, we're more of the victims there. That's terrible. It's also, it, it truly is spooky. Carbon monoxide, especially flavorless, odorless, Yeah. all that good stuff. Can get you when you're sleeping, but I feel I feel like if that's a thing,
2: well, I mean, it, it was further back. Like, wouldn't why wouldn't you just be per, like, I don't know, cautious about that.
1: That's I mean, yeah, I suppose, but also if it hadn't happened before, you know, this right. this is 1965, so this is 160, 70 it's years so on. So many now. years ago. Yeah, but I mean, you also have equipment, right? So there's naturally occurring things, but as you rip up the ground, you might I don't know that that's just it's wild and unfortunate. It really is, especially when you realize like. Help, I need help. Come! Somebody jumps in. Oh, now I need help. Somebody else jumps in. I need help. Maybe, maybe slow. Uh, maybe slow up. But yeah, um, got to be careful out there. Hey there, Task Force. Trevor here as always to talk about Red Web, the goings on, the behind the scenes. Just to you directly here as we take a little break from the Willy Wonka tubes that would have solved this whole thing. Uh, I don't know if we've gotten there yet. But I did want to talk about him one more time. Hey, if you want to support us, store.roosterteeth.com is a great way to do it. Word of mouth, another great way to do it. But hey, you know what? RTX is an event that's coming around here at the beginning of July. You can see us in person. We have a whole bunch of different panels, a lot of different shows that you might not be aware of here at Rooster Teeth. So if that sounds interesting to you, you can check that out at rtxevent.com. It's happening on July 1st through 3rd. And uh, it's a whole lot of fun. It's finally uh, in person this year. The last two years, we did it online. And uh, we saw a lot of you there when we did the annual meeting of the minds last year online. So we're going to have to have another annual meeting of the minds for the task force in person to see you all talk about the mysteries and maybe talk about stuff we haven't talked about yet. If you guys have mysteries, that's a great way to do it. Get some photo ops. Just hang out. Otherwise, let's talk about a couple fantastic sponsors. This episode of Red Web is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Do you want a podcast that covers just a slew of different topics from conspiracy theories to cults and scams to other worlds such as the mafia or North Korea or just flat out money laundering? Well, you can get all of that and more on The Jordan Harbinger Show. It covers a wide range of topics through weekly interviews with guests that offer an inside look into the worlds most of us don't get to see. Check out his episode on combating cult mind control or the one that he talks about illicit gold smuggling and the dirty money that funds it. The Jordan Harbinger Show also covers technology stories like deepfakes, telepathy, and preventing a superbug epidemic. Check out start for some episode recommendations or simply search The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R, And you can search that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode of Red Web is also sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We've talked about BetterHelp before here on Red Web, but now I want to discuss some of the stigmas around mental health. All humans need to learn to accept and move through emotions, not avoid them. We go to the gym, we go to the doctor, all to take care of our bodies. So why don't we give the same care to our mental health as well? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. Makes it super easy, and it's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. This episode of Red Web is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Task Force members can get 10% off of your first month at BetterHelp.com redweb Red That's betterhel dot redweb slash Web. And with that said, let's dig right back into this mystery. But let's talk about the stories surrounding the treasures. Of course, we've talked about Captain Kidd or one of his crewmates Up for debate, but there are more treasures than just the pirates believed to be hidden in Oak Island, whether it be in the money pit or around the island. So, one is Marie Antoinette's jewels are supposedly hidden there. Now, before fleeing France during the French Revolution, little history lesson, it is said that Antoinette instructed one of her servants to take and hide her jewels. So, okay, does that mean it has to be here? Well, the servant supposedly went from London over to Nova Scotia, once again. This is where the island is. And then in 2017, to kind of back up this story, the Laginas, the people who own it now and have been running that history show, found a 400 to 500-year-old jeweled brooch on the northern part of the island. But, as with many mysteries, there's no confirmation on whether or not it actually belonged to Marie Antoinette, but it kind of helps support the idea that it could be hers and that would open the door to a lot more other treasures potentially finding their home there. Yeah, I don't know if there was like a, a convention in the 1700s that they said, hey, everybody, there's an island in Nova Scotia right. ripe for digging and burying your good stuff.
2: Or just someone went like, hey, I have this whole little like uh, hole system going on
1: here. Could you imagine someone's knocking on doors, flying out pamphlets that says, yeah. hey, I got this booby trap tunnel yeah, over Nova any, Scotia. You you got the good treasure? stuff? Now that's the original bank. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh, you got you got a whole guy." I'm like, "Nah, you need a whole no, guy." No, I'm
1: I'm the whole guy.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But also just like well, you see. can't be sitting with all this treasure put it in a hole. Exactly. What is what is strong? Me like that Christian. That's what pirates were doing left what a strong right.
1: business model, you know, like guy with shovel shows up, says, "I'm the guy. I'm the whole guy. I'm the money guy. I'm the I, everything I guy." I dig you a real nice one-stop hole. shop. Put your money in the ground. And then
2: obviously, Marie Antoinette Right, a lot of money, yeah. You get a fancy hole, right? But I mean, like, who's to say it's not just like some random uh brooch that was exactly,
1: exactly. Look, could have been faked, could have like been a someone else's, crumb, sure. could have been the heart of the ocean. But know? where's the rest of
2: the gingerbread,
1: man? Exactly, we found the foot with a little bit of frosting. That's it. I need more. We don't know whose foot, exactly. So, containers filled with mercury and pieces of parchment, were also found in early searches of the island. This opens up yet another very fascinating... Honestly, this might be a whole topic in and of itself that we explore. Francis Bacon. So Francis Bacon, very good last name, no relation to the food, was known for preserving documents with mercury. He was also known for puzzles. And this seems like a very deathly, complicated, real-world, full-scale puzzle. I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: I mean... Still, if you know how to do puzzles, it mean you know how to build this contraption. That's true. But then again, you go and grab somebody.
1: Right. Could you yeah. hire like some architects, you know? Right. I mean, Da Vinci invented the helicopter, but he didn't build it. I guess that doesn't support this theory here. But I mean, so like there was ingenious ideas back yeah. in the day. It's just a, whether they actually did them or not. So maybe he did this one because there is a, uh, with this comes the theory that the treasure at the bottom isn't gold or jewels or anything, but rather manuscripts that are hidden there. These manuscripts would actually be part of a whole different theory that prove that Francis Bacon is actually the real writer under the pseudonym William Shakespeare. And so if those Jeez. two identities are one, yes. this is supposedly where he went to hide the proof of his manuscripts. Hell no. Hell no. Wouldn't you sooner burn them? Or would you want people to find out? You telling me? Yeah. Yeah. Shakespeare. Shakespeare. He's back on the menu. <laughs> I don't know when that started, but I re- I like it. You're telling me Shakespeare,
2: he had a pseudoname, and then he buried his manuscripts that far down into the dirt?
1: Come on. You, oh, okay, hold on. When you put it that way, which is entirely accurate to do so, because it says one for one, Francis Bacon is Shakespeare, yeah. i.e., I'm picturing now the receded hairline, the curly sides, yep. Shakespeare with the frilly collar. Yeah. Is digging a hole in Nova Scotia <laughs> to bury his original Hell writings. No, Shakespeare ain't going
2: to no <laughs> island digging a no hole. When you say it like that's
1: that, ridiculous. Like Occam's razor, man, I, I got to say, maybe serious. maybe not. That's why. Wa- maybe not.
2: Shakespeare out writing other stuff. Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, think that's
1: great. Cr- look, interesting. Yeah. But come on. But come on. Right now. I'm actually very curious. I think we should explore in an episode, a full standalone episode, Shakespeare as an entity because there's so many really cool theories that attempt to answer who this person was. Do we not know who he was? Wasn't he the guy with the Oh, well, you have to wait for that episode. No, I mean people think that it was either a person, William Shakespeare. Right. They think that it was actually a writer a pseudonym, Ooh, a name ghost writer. for somebody a ghostwriter for somebody else or a group of people, or Dang. for a female writer, because at the time, you know, there's right. Problematic beliefs and all that. Like, oh, a lady can't be a writer. And so that person put on the name William Shakespeare so that they could have their writing punch in through the masses. Oh. That's another theory. So there's a lot of really cool theories out there that attempt to answer who this person is. Those are just a couple of the popular ones.
2: Oh, man, that's yeah. an episode all in itself. I
1: would love to explore that. There was a whole movie, I think, called Anonymous about that. I think it was called... It was something like that that revolved around Francis Bacon being... You know, basically paying somebody else who had the real name, William Sha Doesn't matter. Whole other thing. Um, it's just a movie. We're a movie podcast about mysteries, you know. That's all So do. another thing that's interesting on this island is, while Christian clarifies the name of that film. It was indeed anonymous. Oh,
0: nice. It was about uh, Edward de DeVere de- or oh, yeah. Dever- something. Earl Some- of Oxford. It's so not Francis. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone, someone... Ha! Huh. It was nominated for Earl Oscar.
2: Of Oxford. Oh, the
1: Earth. It was good. It was a good film. So another thing on this island, there are six large boulders across the island that form a cross shape when viewed from above. As always, I'm gonna slide you this photo. Of course like there is a classified is.
2: document. Of course there is.
1: Let me just, let me take a look at this. So it stands to reason someone had to hoist these large boulders into place. And for what end? Why? He's grabbing his hair, scratching, he's banging his forehead. So you're telling me. (laughs) Shakespeare.
2: Right? I'm passing. Shakespeare was not on this island. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me that a bunch of pirates went and built this and then moved these boulders for some odd reason I'm about to find out or maybe not. They did all this for. Why? Why the boulders? Are they going to... It's like an air balloon, huh? Does the ship...
1: That's a good question, actually.
2: over the damn island? It's a good question because... What is the
1: point? Throughout history, right, there are things like this that are just... It's a 2D image. Is that the cipher? I mean, there, there are a lot of mysteries that revolve around things like this that can only be seen from the sky because, I mean, we didn't really start officially flying as humans until the early 1900s. Yeah. And so it stands to reason, like, why do this? Is it just so you know it's there? Is it a message to your relevant God? Is it a message True. to the heavens? Is it a message to UFO visitors? It is a cross. It is a cross. And so maybe this is to claim this island, the treasure on it, for religious purposes. That would stand a reason. But it's interesting.
2: Um, I would have given up on religion after the second boulder.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah? You, <laughs> Can you kidding me? What's that? What's, well, isn't that actually like a, a religious anecdote? Uh, the guy Probably. pushing the boulder up the hill only for yeah. it to come back down. And that's, you know... Oh, it's a Greek. Yeah. What's the guy's name? Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Yeah. Yeah. So with regards to this cross shape of boulders, these boulders were discovered actually by former treasure hunter and ex-island owner Fred Nolan. And he claims that at the point of intersection where if you connected the dots, the imaginary lines would cross, that he found a rock shaped like a human head. This cross is now referred to as the Nolan Cross, and it led to theories that there could be artifacts belonging to the Knights Templar, Uh, on this island right now we're getting real da Vinci code here but this also reinforced beliefs that Francis Bacon did in fact leave his manuscripts there because Francis Bacon was also a member of the Knights Templar and the Templar the reason why it's a cross and, and, and the Knights Templar is a very large fascinating subject so I'm We're going to kind of gloss over it, but the Templar, they're believed to have buried their treasures at some point in history after losing the approval of the Catholic Church. And so that's why people believe that maybe this is the island that they chose to do that on. And they marked it with a large cross so as to subtly, not so subtly say, hey, future generations of Knights Templar, this is where our secret wealth is buried. Uh, But the Knights Templar very quickly. There's a lot of mysteries floating around them, but they were essentially a Catholic religious group. I mean, that's hyper-simplifying it. I just, it's not what this episode is particularly about. And now because of that, some begin to wonder if Oak Island could potentially be the home of something like the Holy Grail or the Ark of the Covenant. Others say that the cross is actually a sign of the Freemasons, which often get conflated with the Knights Templar, but they reason the Freemasons were the ones on the island because of the cipher stone and the triangle shape that those drains we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. were in. So there's other symbology implying that it wasn't the Knights Templar, but maybe some other group such as the Freemasons. The triangle Uh, shape, I believe is a compass. Uh, You typically see it as a golden compass with I think it's a G in it as a Freemasons symbol. Mm -hmm. You also have the all seeing eye, which is a triangle also associated with the Illuminati and Freemasons and things like that. But because of other symbology, people are saying, well, maybe it's them. And lastly, just on the, on the same kind of vein of treasures, there are a few people out there that believe that these treasures, or this island at large, could be the home of lost treasures to the Mayans, the Incans, or Aztecs, other native cultures to the Americas, albeit quite far away from this particular island, but, I mean, everyone else is quite far away from it too, so maybe it's just... The back pocket island for right. ancient historical it's treasures. Like, how did everyone put their treasures
2: here? Like who was who was selling this island and pitching it to people?
1: Also, is a treasure hunter an actual profession? I wish, I wish I'd get out there and I'd be like, what do you make whatever I find? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's wild. Just what going I... around and hunting treasure sounds dangerous. Sounds but dangerous, but fun. When you talk about treasure hunters, what I picture is somebody in their free time walking the meadows with a metal detector and not finding anything but maybe something that they dropped previously, like the day before. A quarter. Right. You know, Or maybe like a button. Well, see, you're the amateur that my treasure hunter steps all over. So you're just okay? digging up yards with a bulldozer?
2: No, I'm telling you, my guy has a team. Okay? Whoa. He's got a whole task force. Uh, stay on brand. Copyrighted. He's got a whole team. Right? And, hey, you know what? He's got that, like, Discoverer's jacket, some brown leather jacket, oh. you know, he takes out there. That's a leader. But That's a leader. Who's to say? You know, it's a profession. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got sponsorships on it. You know what I mean? So it's like treasure, by treasure Hunter, and he's got, like, you know, like the racers. So it'd be, like, you know, all these different baddies from companies. would be, like, the Jeep Wrangler. You know what I mean? Apex house. Like, all these, like... All, all of these brands <laughs> that can associate themselves with a right, right. Uh, prestigious treasure hunter. Yeah. And that guy walks all over your treasure so hunter. So this
1: is the capitalist Indiana Jones. 1,000%. Oh, He's like, Indiana Jones <laughs> yeah. is like, this belongs in a museum. And he goes, yeah. this belongs in my back pocket <laughs> for my, profit. 1,000%. <laughs> He's got ships, yeah.
2: helicopters, whole nine yards.
1: Yeah, Indy's got, like, donated by the illustrious Indiana Jones, and it's, like, some nice thing in a museum. Ooh, oh, this was most definitely. This was sold by this other guy, <laughs> yeah. and it's got the Nike logo yeah. printed on yeah. it. You and know, it's just, like Mona Lisa with Adidas on her shirt. He just did it. And he just, you know what? He did it. Yeah. That's my treasure hunter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, those are all the kind of theories, or not even theories, but so some of the Kind of words of mouth around the treasure, uh, a lot of interesting stories around the treasure, but really cool. It's also also
2: just absolutely wild, yeah. That it's just there at this point. There's got to be something there, right? You would hope after all this effort. I don't, I don't think that there's two hundred plus years of searching. There is this big rich troll of a person that li- not an actual no, I troll. You, I you like Stop! he yeah, looked at okay. me like I was.
1: There's We're a not, man down at have, the bottom We're nine you Gondor, Sorry, okay. Not Captain the kids been living there ever since. <laughs> there's a Lord of the Rings. <laughs> there is no one ring. Um, <gasps> there's one dude. You dig all the way down, you find this another set of logs, but on it is just one gold ring. You don't touch that ring. You bury ring. it. You, you don't bury don't it right touch away. That when ring. You say you never Hell found it. Hell no. You make you don't another season, but
2: you don't tell them. You don't. You take photos and you leave. Um but i like there's just no way that someone out of just the sheer uh, thought of like this would be funny would spend so much time and effort in the new and like the engineering behind it to leave nothing Right. just like a note with haha right right
1: i i mean you would hope not there's no the, way the, there's no a way prank through the ages there's no way move you know, yeah. boulders and stuff like it's just wild to me that they don't i mean they know where some of these kind of tunnels come out from where the water is. But it's yeah. just just wild to me how, if it was man-made, how did they excavate that? And how did they dig out these tunnels, like bore them out? It just tells me the more we look at things like this, we're either way on the wrong track or, mm-hmm. and there's a huge possibility here, that we are just completely ignorant to the, to the knowledge of ancient and historical humans, that they had more tech than we give them credit for. True, or at least m- like, or mechanisms. just like
2: brighter minds with magnificent ideas um, or grander plans of ingenuity were um, just hard to come by, right? Because yeah. they weren't talking to each other so easily the way that people are nowadays. That's whatnot. true, knowledge this...
1: was more easily lost. Okay, look, I say it. a lot of crazy things on this. Show. All right,
2: I'm buckled in, I'm ready, <laughs> but like, seriously. Yeah, like, trained dogs and pigs and something like that. Isn't there some kind of, like, otter wrangler or something? I was was ready for it. A team of moles. To send, like, some type of trained otter down the damn hole. Oh, I thought thought
1: that's how they had dug it. No, I'm just saying, like... In the 1700s, we knew how to communicate with the otters. There's got to be some type of wilderness person. It's like, I've
2: trained otters all my life, and they are... They do things on command. Does it gotta be an otter? I don't know, penguin, whatever it is, <laughs> some yeah. kind of animal. That we need some type of. We need some sort of animal. Liza
1: Thornberry figure. Be some
2: <laughs> type of water animal that people can train like they do dogs to go get this thing.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I, you know what? He's not wrong. Uh, I, Fundamentally, I just, it sounds his, insane. His foundation is I'm pretty insane, strong. Saying, purely hypothetically, like
2: hypothetically. Sure. The- <laughs> Uh, oh this my is god. Like an otter Wrangler
1: or something. This is our story. This is our <laughs> Oak Island show. We spend the whole nine seasons story. training an otter. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> any animal we can. No, I no, can swim. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Nope, not trained. <laughs> <happening. laughs> <laughs> I'm just hey hey what happened what happened to my otter well he was trained was, <laughs> he lost was, but trained he was trained and certified <laughs> hey you know what he had a he had a diploma did you just I'm give just, that to him or no I'm just
2: like <laughs> at this point I'm trying to explore everything right is there some type of like right. you know what I mean like like I said again in all seriousness is there some like world famous uh keep going to back to otter that, <laughs> that I like right. like. I don't know that knows commands and stuff. They could send them down there. Well, it's also, it's probably dangerous and maybe you shouldn't send an animal down there. Nah, no, 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 no. Nah. Like, but like,
1: but there's definitely got to be something, right? If you're throwing money after it, you know, just turn all that delicate, that, that luscious ad revenue from History Channel into the, into, it's not just tractors digging willy nilly, but like, you, you know, in Willy Wonka, when the kid got sucked up the tube yeah, and he got stuck a little bit, but right. then he, yeah. Why don't you take that very tube, slide it down the shaft. That very one. And before the next one runs out, exactly, it was a good tube. Put another one on, seal it, slide that down, suck out all that water. I'm using Minecraft logic. So that way all the aqueducts can't get in. It's a plexiglass tube. Damn. Shift it all the way down. Just keep adding segments on until you hit the bottom. And then just like rappel down. That is...
2: I mean, look, it you're, you're all laughing over here. That doesn't sound too crazy. It does. It
1: absolutely does. It
0: does? Willy Wonka this?
1: I lost this man with the analogy, with the <coughs> metaphor. No, we're talking about, like, sections of, like,
2: glass or plastic tubing. Yeah, I think,
1: regardless of Willy Wonka... You know I just wanted to bring in the movie part of this podcast right. which is okay. you know it's in the slogan all right? yeah. the number one movie podcast about mysteries about and mysteries that's an an our Twitter. own producer forgot yeah. about it but anyways forget forget the Wonka, you slide forget, you forget you the, the, the tube slide the tube down and <laughs> no Gustus glue forget the forget the kid right he's eating chocolate in Germany slide the tube down you connect seal. the next tube slide that's it how down, people that's how people from... find oil they put a drill down they attach a new one they drill more and they put a new one and they do that with the tube. Do that
2: with the tube. It's not crazy, Christian. I'm not they're not saying put the damn tubes down and then lure in on a piece of rope the otter. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're just saying the tube. This is an either or situation. Yeah, right? this is not one and the same. Uh huh. Dude, that's that's it. Yeah, that's the move. They don't got a tube guy. Mm-hmm. That's why <laughs> they
1: don't have a tube guy. Tube yeah. guy and otter guy. They're dropping the ball. <laughs> Man. Hey. If you History Channel, if you need some, if you need some consultants,
2: we're here.
1: All right. In
2: all seriousness, doesn't sound terrible. We're a forest. I'm sure of there's ideas. one thousand percent, like a plethora of reasons why that doesn't work. But right now, I'm not hearing any of those. Reasons. Yeah. So You know They're, what? In we sparked my head,
1: it. Works. Countless arguments out there in the task force. Oh. They're like oh, that would work. Oh no, it wouldn't. Yeah. We got Team Otter. We got Team Pipe. And we got what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Three teams. Uh, Too closer than the other. All in the same damn division known as the Red Web Task Force. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the theories. Now, yep. as always, with something like this, it comes down to is this real uh, or is it not? Is this a hoax? Is it a story? No, I think it's 100% real. Yeah. Well, we got some evidence and some, some more details to kind of substantiate both sides. So let's talk about the idea. Because you believe it's real, let's talk about that first. So despite the trouble with excavating the money pit, there are many people who believe that the treasure is in fact real and still waiting to be discovered. I mean, like you're saying, it seems like we're going through so much difficulty. So much. So much effort that someone had to go through, because clearly every 10 feet is wood. So if someone did this. It would be a lot of effort for nothing if there was nothing There's at the especially bottom. Especially so back then, Why do this, Holy right? hell. Yeah. And at this
2: point, like, I don't care whose treasure is it, right? It could be fake Shakespeare. It could be the Templars. It could be pirates. Fake Shakespeare now? Fake Shakespeare. Oh, it could God. be fake Shakespeare. It could be Chuck E. Cheese's lost recipe <laughs> for his damn pizza. Oh, that's okay. why he went out of business.
1: I don't care. There's something <laughs> down there. I don't care what it is. Let's find it. There needs. There's definitely whether it's a treasure or not. The treasure to me is the answer behind the purpose of this pit. Yeah. Even if it was. An ancient story of a man. You know how islands are built out of volcanoes, right? That's the Hawaii. Yeah. Seismic activity can generate islands and and land masses. What if there was a Master Roshi of this island and this was his favorite sitting spot? So he puts some logs down and he sits on it. But this island keeps building up and he's like, it's been about 10 feet. I'm going to put down new logs. And he sits there. And then the island just kept growing and building. and And so then we just start digging up all of his sit spots. You know, even that would be a better answer than, oh, there's nothing at the bottom. That'd be a crazy answer. A crazy answer. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I need an answer. I just want a purpose. There has to be one, right? There's a 1,000. Yeah. How is there not?
2: There's a purpose. Yeah. There's some, there's like, there's literally, here's the thing too, because like the whole like, oh, like maybe someone was just messing around. You would have to get so many people to agree to spend so much time and effort on something that's right. just a joke. There's no way this is a joke. Like, right. there's, With how this has been engineered, there is importance behind this, mm-hmm. right? Because you'd have to convince people to spend time and effort and a lot of it yeah. from the sounds of it to this whole job. And you wouldn't be doing that unless there was like a big reason to.
1: Right. Unless whoever made this pit was an early investor, in John Deere or... Whatever other tractor brands are out there, <laughs> and just one, <want> and was like, <laughs> and just like you're going to need a tractor yeah, for that, pal. Gonna, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'm with don't, you. Don't I'm with need you on my this. Equipment. Yeah. So another reason that substantiates this being real is when we refer to the water coming in, uh, it stands to reason that this was in fact a booby trap that caused the water to flood in. Once you got so deep, oh, yeah. Whoever was digging in just didn't recognize whatever would trigger this, um, and so it opened up the booby trap, water floods in and that's been a problem ever since. And this also runs in conjunction with the idea of the man-made Smith's Cove, which funnels in that seawater. And then there's also the the coconut fibers that are found throughout Smith's Cove and the tunnel or the pit itself. Those fibers that created the cove were sent to the Smithsonian and were confirmed to be coconut fibers. Coconut trees are not native. To Oak Island. I was about to ask. And so it's so it's interesting that there are so many coconut fibers here, and it's believed that these very same fibers were also found in the depression on the dirt that began this whole mess, right? No, when this is it, a
2: whole thing. It's a whole thing. There's there are probably not just like
1: two intentional a ship like ships of people doing this, right. At this point, right?
2: You're you're like engineering this whole entire island mm-hmm. for this one hole.
1: Yeah, and I mean to me. You know, when you think of the native regions for coconuts, you start going south. You think, especially when you think proximity to this island, you think the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where Captain Kidd was kicking it on his adventures, but Pirates of the Caribbean, if that documentary stands true, that, uh, I mean, the pirates like the Caribbean and there's a lot of coconuts down there.
2: Yeah, It's a very popular documentary. Right, right. Watch it many a times.
1: There's even a ride now. Oh, wow. Yeah, very popular. Okay, wait, hold on. They made a ride from the film. Wow! Hold on now. Must be pretty new. Fairly, fairly new. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, look. This was. We still talk about movies. I'm just saying. All right, this wasn't a movie, but you're gonna use some
1: movie logic, some plot
2: logic. We take an Armageddon type situation here. Okay, you take the world's best oil drillers to go after this thing. Right? They're drilling holes in oceans. Right. Right. Like. gotta be able to drill this hole out like pull an Armageddon right okay let's get Bruce Willis in here get him in there just as like the face of it right right the motivation yeah and you bring back the movie
1: yeah that's I, what I'm saying, though. Seriously, I'm, I'm with you. I'm bring with you. The world's best drillers, and they, they go for Christian just raised a heavy eyebrow on okay, that one. But I'm, I'm with I'm entertaining you. Entertaining the idea. I'm thinking if about it. They can drill. You lo- we lost him at Willy Wonka, so we might need to soften it for him. Yeah, you got to bring me back in. Well, yeah, yeah. If they can drill a bomb into an asteroid in space, right? They can mm-hmm. drill. Have again. you seen Don't Look Up? Not yet. I mean, no, he hasn't looked up yet. Documentary. Damn. This, is, this, this is a hashtag don't look up right here, this guy. Yeah, this guy. Here's now, guy. if we can get James Cameron, director of the famous Titanic, and then also Avatar, but Titanic, down to the bottom of the Marianas Trench, why can't we get to the bottom of this money pit? I mean, look, here's the thing. James Cameron has a lot of money,
2: and he'd be doing some adventurous stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, some dangerous, adventurous stuff. I'm telling you, like, it doesn't make no sense to have James, to try get James Cameron on board. Right. He's got money. He... That's up his alley, he, right? He's an ex- he, he like, jumps gonna, into weird I contraptions the, to to go into nature. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, sounds kind of weird. But I mean, the world's best drillers. That's option B. No, that's option C. One is the otter. Two <laughs> is the tube. And three is the <laughs> drillers. And then four is James Cameron. Four shit's
1: Cameron. <laughs> okay, dude. We got a list. I hope
2: I hope the task force at home is taking notes. Yeah,
1: I'm, we're going to have to play a little game of telephone here. You know, just talk to who you know, and we'll network out. We'll find these folks. Yeah. You know, the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, just a different bacon, uh, is a game that everyone is connected by seven different degrees. So I could make my way to that's James f- Cameron within seven people. That's an interesting theory. I mean, it's not a theory. It's like, it's kind of true, because, like, that's just exponential growth. Because, like, if I know right. you and you know them, and, you know, I mean, we... We could point to several people who just know way too many people. Yeah, but
2: to get to James Cameron within seven people. We'll
1: offline about this. Okay. I think we can do it. <laughs> I, I have a, I have a path in mind, but uh, I, don't, I just don't want to talk about a bunch of coworkers that the task force might not know right, about, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, either way, though, I mean, truly, like, this seems so intentional, just coming back to the idea of it being real, it seems so intentional. Um, whether, to what end? That's the question. But it definitely feels like there was a purpose here. Now, with the advancements in technology, treasure hunters have been able to more easily search Oak Island, of course. And once again, referring to the Laginas, um, they have found a 300-year-old Spanish coin, in addition to that brooch we talked about, um, with metal detectors. So that immediately, I mean, I jest about a man in pleated shorts going around with a a metal detector, but I mean... They actually found a... But, cool. they, but using that, they there's, were able to find some stuff. There's some.
2: There's treasure down there. There's got to be. There is treasure down I there.
1: I mean, even even the excavation back in the mid-1800s, they drilled down, they pulled it back, and they saw pieces of gold right. stuck in the drill. Yeah. I mean, Hell they probably yeah. just blasted the, the gold to bits, right. but like— <laughs> And it all flooded out to the ocean. <laughs> oh, my God. It might. You get down to the bottom. You have to check those tunnels, because what if it like drained out like a toilet? That's what I'm saying. So, uh, other things that have been used though, sonar devices. I mean, we we talked about this at the top. Sonar devices uh, that detected what appeared to be more tunnels, a chest, and even a human body beneath the surface of Oak Island. But this data is all open to interpretation, oh. because when you look at a sonar, you you see the 3D shape, because, right, sound waves penetrate, they come down, they hit something, they bounce back when it hits something solid enough, and that generates a 3D image, and then that image is up to interpretation. It's not like you have right. optical like light Theoretically, it could be a juicy rock down there or something like that. Right. I mean, we talked about moon monoliths, and yeah, it could yeah. be a misinterpretation of the data. But what are the odds? Come
2: on. I don't know. The odds at the bottom of this hole, there is a boulder the size of a That's just perfectly square-shaped.
1: Oh, my God. That's the prank. And it's just got those hieroglyphs from that stone tablet on it that spell out prank. Damn. Got him. Oh, that would be terrible. Um, Funny. Yeah. But due to a lot of this information, uh, some believe that the treasure is no longer at Oak Island, but that there is enough evidence to suggest that there once was treasure at Oak Island. Again, with a story a word-of-mouth storytelling pattern here, uh, history. It's it's hard to know if somewhere in between the gaps, someone pulled something out, didn't make it out into the public with that information, and people just keep searching where it once was. It's No
2: way, because all the planks suck. are still intact. The planks, the gases. I mean, granted, this was there for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like you would have to essentially rebuild it back in order for people to, nowadays, try and dig through and figure that out.
1: So now that's all the conversation around this being real. Doing our due diligence, we wanna explore the idea of this being a hoax because a lot of people subscribe to the idea that this is simply a hoax. And to substantiate that, it's worth remembering that many of the early stories of The Money Pit have no way to be confirmed and could easily have been fabricated, exaggerated, or completely made up, right? No documented history for quite some time you know
2: yeah but i mean like
1: at the end of the day there's not
2: like one person profiting off of this you know a lot of people are losing money so if there was like one person that owned the island that was making money off of it i can see that you know what i mean like maybe they built this here yeah and and then you know try to drum up a story or, or something like that but like
1: so you're saying there's no motive to yeah, have like created Where's, the, where, a where's the
2: motor? Everyone's just losing money on this.
1: That's a really good point. Yeah. I would say to counter that, you do have the History Channel show now, which is essentially monetizing the endeavor. But outside of but, that, I mean you have two centuries exactly. worth of there's a lot people. of yeah. Yeah, there's there's
2: way too much time before they came in to monetize it. It's right? a very
1: good point. Um, I mean, but despite that, you know, not a lot of verifiable research has been done. On the island. And let's talk about the cipher stone that we talked about before that we discovered in the Onslow Company expedition here. It went missing at some point, of course. Uh, the stone was used, get this, in a previous treasure hunter's fireplace until his death, then reportedly was kept in a shop window. It was translated by Kempton and subsequently lost thereafter. The only evidence of the stone are in written accounts there's no photographs there's no tracings of the stone so you can't even like there's no basic way basically there's no way to see what the engravings were this stone has completely disappeared into thin air and the only evidence that it ever existed were people having written about it Mm. to expand upon that it also stands that kenton's translation is unconfirmed and recreations of the code are all based on memory so that creates a lot of holes in that and because of this some people actually doubt whether this stone ever existed and you know we've been jesting about captain Kidd being a kid but this whole time when you think about for example a child's lie it all falls apart when you start looking a little closer and this feels like one such lie a poorly kept lie right that yeah this existed and this is what it said like yeah but it conveniently disappeared instantly after you translated it like there's no history of this there's no photos tracings anything and so a lot of people doubt it i i mean i could definitely see that being something
2: where you know people are just like oh
1: okay they
2: made this up in order to just keep garnering attention for this hole. Mm -hmm. um at the end of the day though the hole's still there and it's not like a it's a big hole with a lot to it um So that's that's the one thing for me. Remember, it's like, look, there might I'm sure there's a bunch of stories that are made up, or things that they might have, might have come across come across that uh, is also made up. But the whole is still there. People yeah. are spending different types of people over centuries. Right, are spending serious money on this thing.
1: Absolutely. I actually want to respond to that, but before we get to that. It's worth mentioning that the Truro company that dug out that gold chain or a piece of it, uh, that's also lost. That makes more sense because it seems small. It's It's also gold. Someone wants to be like, yoink. Right,
2: yeah. it's It's a little gold chain.
1: Yeah. But as far as the water and the appearance of the tunnels, some or many theorize that there are just a lot of sinkholes on this island. That this is just part of the natural anatomy of this island. And... But I, I don't know, though. I still stand with you in the sense that every 10 feet, we have what looks like a clearly man-made structure, including coconut fibers at each spot. I don't know. Was this some weird well, like t- like a hyper water filtration system? Like Maybe they wanted to make, this is my own theory now that I just came up with, but maybe mm-hmm. they wanted to pull water from the well and the well was all salty, can't drink salt water, and they were hoping that this would filter it? Cause there's no real way. I mean, they dug so far. This though. dug so far. And then why every ten feet on an feet? island? Why? Why? Yeah. Why every ten feet too? Well, if this again is why I'm—it's my own theory—but like if the coconut fibers were their early days ways of thinking that it would maybe filter out the salt, the wood and the fibers and the charcoal. We use charcoal to filter things now. Activated charcoal. Putty though. I don't know.
2: I, I don't know. That's interesting. That's just a, a yeah, thought I had. I. I- I I can guess, guess see what you're grasping at for yeah. sure. Going back to the hole and I mean like the, that's just like the natural f- formation of the island, mm-hmm. sink, natural sinkholes and whatnot. I mean, like at the end of the day, though, there's, there's not natural wood planks down there. Right. Right. So Every sure, 10 feet. Maybe over time, the island started making these sinkholes that lead to the hole, but the hole is still the hole,
1: right? Yeah, You can right. take
2: away the water. You can take away the cipher. um, The hole is still the hole, <laughs> Right.
1: I don't know. That that part to me is definitely hard thing. to get over, for sure. Now, with regards to the island's geography, the natural formation, Robert Dunfield came forward as a geologist interested in Oak Island. He carried out a scientific study on the island and included spectroscopic tests. I'm just going to quote him on the results. Quote, we resolved the water problem completely beyond a shadow of a doubt. Water enters through the natural watercourse and caves typical to the limestone and gypsum of the Windsor Formation. It would be impractical, if not impossible, to dig a flood tunnel 562 feet from the beach to the money pit. The Windsor would have flooded them out. End quote. Basically saying that all of these supposed tunnels that crisscross around the island underneath the ground would be impossible to do because obviously the ocean would have been Penetrating that right, yeah. tunnel instantly, if not through the actual tunnel, it, then through the rocky formations surrounding you. You, uh, I mean, it's like when you're on the beach and you dig down a little bit, eventually water shows up. Yep. It's just because, well, I mean, it just moves through the sand. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what he's thinking. Um, but to your point, it doesn't really explain some of the things seen in the money pit. In particular, it doesn't explain the the drains that were discovered along with that bed of coconut fibers over there in Smith's Cove. That said, to counter that particular argument, researcher Dennis King theorized that they were used in the creation of table salt. So that maybe, and this might build upon my own personal kind of well theory, maybe they were just trying to pull up, without the impurities, clean seawater, and then they would boil that to bring off the water and to resolve it down to salt, right? That's. I mean, if you boil seawater down to nothing, you distill it, I guess. You end up with salt and pure distilled water. So maybe this was a, I don't know, some sort of weird, over-engineered way to do that. I, I don't know. Yeah,
2: I mean, could be for sure. Um, Yeah, the, the, the tunnels reaching out from the side, I was like, that just seems so difficult to do.
1: Right. It also seems, I don't know, maybe that's natural to islands like this. I mean, maybe if we dump Die into we just dig down deep into some other island and do it maybe we would also see that dyes would come out i remember now i think the dye was green like a lime green oh yeah just so it'd stand out but really to close out this whole episode that that's kind of the evidence behind it being a hoax or the the theories behind it being a hoax it is said that the real treasure the real value behind the money pit is not necessarily the treasure itself how much money is spent on each endeavor over the hundreds of years trying to get after that treasure that this money pit is essentially a money pit not a not a treasure pit where you can find, but rather just a place that people go spend just, egregious yeah. amounts of money to get to the bottom of and then, and then just rinse and repeat never this is be just done.
2: cool as a story but then also cool with the thought of we could wake up tomorrow and boom someone got to the bottom of the money pit That'd be wild. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. It could be 30 years from now when the task force has gotten an absurd amount of funding and we are running things from our space station. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hey, remember that money pit when we're looking down in the dirt, but now we're looking in the stars? They found something there.
1: Excellent. Yeah. I, I think about that often when we when we talk about mysteries like this. I'm like, someday, you know, if we're if we're cracking codes around the Zodiac now, within the last year or two, I just think about other mysteries that are still ongoing. Decades from now, when we're much older, and we think back fondly on this show and we go, Wow, update. Yeah. I mean, you'd be <laughs> like we were so confused and lost
2: and theories and now there's the answer.
1: Do you think we'll know before we leave this earthly plane, or do you think that this mystery will outlive us? I think we will. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I, imagine with the growth I, of tech. Yeah, right?
2: I think with the with how fast tech has grown over the um, past couple decades, mm-hmm. right? Even like in the past century or so, like we would progress enough to be able to just go whoop.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tube tech is going to catch up very quickly. It will. And I'm telling you, that's the way they're going to do it. And the minds of the otters will unify. Yes. That, or we're just going to have to uh, get some sort of giant space laser, hack this thing like a pl- like a pimple off the planet, <laughs> send it into space, so we can really turn this thing around and manipulate it, and like then we'll get in there.
2: That's a, that. That's a,
1: take the island out of the ocean, so that, it can't be flooded anymore. Easy. That's we're talking 2100, 20, 2150, somewhere around there. That's Easy human made activity. Up <laughs> no, that's
2: easy future tech. That's the craziest thing I've heard all episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Why do people <laughs> listen to <up>? us? <laughs>
1: well, thank you for doing it. Regardless, Task Force, appreciate you. Um, If you want to support the show, there's ways to do that at store.roosterteeth.com. I just went into a real salesy voice just then uh, here at the closure of Oak Island. But yeah, store.roosterteeth.com. We have some Red Web merch out there. I believe February 15th, we have the Cryptid pin Set. As well as a hoodie that we're still hoping will come in on time that's where the plan is is, is february 15th but if you don't see the hoodie it might be a small delay yeah. we'll let you know join the
2: task force yeah um you know get yourself something nice and cozy cozy and up. maybe some cool
1: pins yes yes but and it I,
2: really does truly support us and 100 more so than ever Thank you for allowing us to be us. Oh, yes.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, uh, we wouldn't have the baby hands plush on the way. Oh, yeah. If it weren't for you Looking all. Looking
2: so thick.
1: We got a buff scientist, like, kind of gym merch on the way. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah. But, it, but hey, outside of directly, you know, buying some of our merch and representing the task force out in the field, there are also other ways. Word of mouth. You guys have been great about discussing these podcasts. coming to us on Twitter and other social media platforms. Engaging liking the content when that's applicable, sharing it with your friends so they can be part of the task force. All of that truly uh, makes a world of difference. And actually, I have a little anecdote. I don't know if anybody in the task force knows this name, knows this person, but Travis McElroy reached out, became a fan of the show because of the task force sharing the podcast. Hell yeah! Uh, you know, he's, he's from, I mean, he's got a lot of podcasts under his belt and we'll talk about one of the ones that he's actually working on here soon in a future episode oh damn okay. exciting stuff but uh so keep an ear out but yeah it's stuff like that that like it, it has a tangible as you like to say effect on the show in such a positive way so thank you and with that said Fredo I'll see you back here next Monday for another mystery bye everybody